0: Hello, and welcome to the Essentials of Faith program. Have you ever noticed how some people complicate even the simplest Bible teachings as though God's hiding something from us? Maybe you've been frustrated in your search for meaning in life. I have great news God knows just what you need, and you did not find this program by happenstance. We will unpack essential truths from Scripture that will change your life forever. What's more, you will discover a new and vibrant experience with God. I hope you're ready. And now, here's your host, author, speaker, L. David Harris. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Essentials of Faith program. I am delighted that you have chosen to invest some of your valuable time with us, and uh, we're going to go ahead and pray and get right into today's program. Father in heaven, thank you for the privilege you have given us to open your word. And I pray that we won't just open it, but that you will open our hearts and our minds and that we will have a vibrant relationship with you and that we will be ready when Jesus returns to go home and to experience heaven and then one day inherit the earth made new. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I'd like to welcome you to today's program, which is titled "Is Your Alarm Set? Don't Wake Up Too Late, Part One." Yeah, there are many of you who have to get up very early. I get up, I get up extremely early. I get up at 4 a.m. Uh, not to go punch a clock, but I do need to get up very early so I can pray and and uh, study my Bible and things related to worship. But, you know, so many people are getting up early in the morning to go to work or school or whatever they have to do to prepare the family to get out of the house. And oftentimes when, you know, the night has gone you know, not so well in terms of sleep or, you know, you had a long day the other day, people are tempted to hit that snooze alarm on the clock. And, you know, I know how that feels. Uh, I don't use the snooze, but I remember how it felt many times where I thought, boy, I could I could use another nine minutes. You ever wonder why they use nine minutes and not 10 on the snooze? I don't know. But anyway, but what happens if you hit the snooze alarm over and over again and you end up late? Hmm? Depends on what you're going to. If you're going to work, then you'll have a problem. You might run into traffic that you wouldn't have if you got up on time or something worse. And so what we're talking about is something far more important than getting up and going to work or school or getting the family ready to get out. We're talking about the resurrection, the resurrection. And of course, that is sort of misleading because it would suggest that there's one resurrection. We're talking about two types of resurrection. Uh, Today, we're speaking of uh, the resurrection of life, and it'll make uh, sense once we get into the text here. So we're speaking of the resurrection of life. Don't Wake Up Too Late, Part 1. We're reading from John chapter 5, verses 22 through 29 as our foundational verses. And I'll begin reading at verse, again, 22. And the Bible reads from the King James Version, For the Father judgeth no man, or woman, mm -hmm, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the father, he that honoreth not the son honoreth not the father which hath sent him. Let me just pause here. In verse 22, the Bible says, For the, for the father judgeth no man, and hath committed it, or the judgment, to his son. Now, this makes a lot of sense because uh, Jesus lived in human flesh, and he personally experienced all of our griefs. So I think Isaiah made a good case for that, and Isaiah um, chapter 58. And the Bible tells us that Jesus was well acquainted with our sorrows. He was well acquainted with our temptations. He understood what it meant to be dependent upon the Father for everything that he needed. And he's the one uniquely qualified judge because he has experienced all that we experience. And on a a hyper level, we'll probably need to do some programs on that uh, to make sense of it. But the bottom line is it makes sense that Jesus would be the judge since he understands the human predicament. Uniquely, he understands. Verse 24. Verily, verily, I say unto you that he that heareth my word and believeth on him that sent me hath everlasting life. That's now. Mm -hmm. If you hear his word and you believe on him, you have everlasting eternal life. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that. Eternal life is the quality of a relationship with him where even if we do fall asleep in death, we're waiting for that that resurrection of life. You know what I'm saying? So everlasting life begins for a person as soon as uh, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verses 11 and 12-ish that uh, those who receive him, he gives He gives us the right to become his children. And of course, to be his children is to have everlasting life. But we're looking forward to the day, as we've said in previous programs, when he will also give us immortality, which is at the second coming of Jesus Christ, where we can't die anymore. We can't get tired. We can't get weary. Uh, The Old Testament Bible writers made it very poetic. We will run and not get weary. We'll walk and not get weary. We'll run and not faint. And so we receive eternal life or everlasting life at the moment we accept Christ and we look forward to the day that we receive immortality. Now, the Bible continues here and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death to life. Verse 25, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming and now is. Pay attention to that phrase. When the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they shall live. Now, there's a dual meaning here, of course. The text we just uh, read a moment ago said that those whose ears are open to the message of Christ transition from being dead in our sins or their sins to currently possessing eternal life. But however, these verses are directly tied to the resurrection of those who die, literally. When those who die or sleep in the faith of Jesus hear his voice, and I like that the Bible is clear here, that it's talking about Jesus' voice himself. We'll come to that in a moment. Uh, the, at the second coming, they will wake up. They'll wake up. Now, the question is, are we going to wake up late? Or are we going to wake up on time if we, God forbid, have to go to sleep or die before Jesus comes? We'll wake up on time if we're talking about those Uh, receiving the resurrection of life. But we'll circle back to that in a moment. Verse 26, for as the father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the son to have life in himself. Now, Jesus, when he was having that interaction with Martha and Mary, the sisters of Lazarus, who had died, Jesus said, his sickness is not unto death. And they were confused because he had already been entombed. By the time Jesus had come, in fact, he had gotten to the point of, of decomposition, unlike Jesus. We talked about that last week in our program. Jesus' Jesus's body did not uh, begin to uh, find corruption or decay because he was raised on the, that wonderful Sunday morning. But Lazarus had become uh, started to stink and decay. And so he said, okay, Lazarus is dead. Got it. But he said in that interaction that he is the resurrection and the life. And then he asked them to, you know, confess. Do you believe this? Okay, let's keep going. So Jesus is uh, life. Uh, The Father is life. They have life in themselves. In uh, John chapter 1 also, it says that Jesus, uh, of Jesus, in him was life. And the life was the light of people or men, humankind. Okay, let's keep going. Verse 27, and hath given him authority to execute judgment also because he's the son of man. And we covered that in verse 22. Now hear this in verse 28. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice. And this is not the first time we have heard this concept of those in the graves hearing his voice voice. Well, why do I like focusing on the his voice speaking of Christ? Well, Paul said it in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. And the Bible reads in verse 16, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. Now the Bible says, remember Jesus said, we covered this before as well. In John chapter 14, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. And then he talks about how he is preparing a place for us. And then he says that he will come again and receive us unto himself, that where he is, we may be also. And so when it says here in 1 Thessalonians 4 that the Lord himself shall descend, he's just keeping his promise. He's keeping his promise. He's keeping the promise that the angels gave to the onlooking disciples who were confused and bewildered as Jesus went back to heaven after he invested some time with us down here. They said, why stand ye gazing here uh, into the sky? But this same Jesus who's going up into heaven, you shall see him in like manner come as ye have seen him go. And so the promise here is being fulfilled. That the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. So, you want to be a part of that resurrection if you die, if your loved ones die, you want them to be a part of that kind of resurrection because it's the resurrection of life. Mm-hmm. Verse 17 then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. And so the Bible teaches us that when Jesus returns, those who are his, those who have accepted Jesus Christ, those who continue to walk with Jesus Christ and they went to sleep. They died. They are in their graves. We spent or invested time talking about going to sleep and remaining in the grave until one of two resurrections. And so those people are were are in the grave awaiting the sound of the voice of Jesus Christ and his trump and the voice of the archangel. And those individuals, when they come forth, they will come forth to the to the reward of which only Jesus is worthy, but he has given to those who have believed in him by faith. And the Bible says also that those who are alive on earth will not go to heaven before those who are sleeping. And likewise, those who are sleeping won't go to heaven before those who are alive and remain. Everybody who is Christ's will go to heaven when Jesus returns and they will be caught up together to meet him in the air. And there, the Bible says, shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherever God is, that's what we'll be, as long as eternity continues. Does that sound silly? Of course it does, because eternity does not end. We're looking forward to those days. And so, of course, again, Paul said, comfort one another with these words. If you've lost a loved one, and you are concerned, and you know that they have served the Lord, then you just look forward to the day, when he will call their name with his voice and say, wake up and call to the earth and say, give up my dead, give up the dead, as uh, John said in the Revelation. Verse 29, and shall come forth. Let me go back. I'll read 28 and 29 in case you can't remember. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth, they that have done good unto resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Now Daniel spoke of this same thing in another context. In Daniel chapter 12, I'll read verses 1 through 3 in our closing time here. And the Bible reads, And at that time Michael shall stand up the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people, And there shall be a time of trouble. So this is some time before the second coming uh, for a period of time, right before the second coming. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered. So when that time of trouble is over, his people will be delivered. And the Bible continues, Every one that shall be found written in the book, the book of life, and many of them shall that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life. And of course, the Bible says in Revelation 20, later on, some will be raised to shame and everlasting contempt. And Daniel continues to encourage us to say that the righteous will shine as stars forever and ever. Keep the faith and wake up to meet Jesus in peace. Thanks for joining us, listening friends. Always remember, the revelation of God's word gives light. It provides understanding to the simple. Until next time, be at peace.